We're now on test number six in section three, so let's just get started. Problem number one. Which of the following numbers is between one-fifth and one-fourth? So when you look at the choices, you immediately see that all of the numbers are decimals. So let's just convert these to decimals. One-fifth is what? It's 0.2. And one-fourth is 0.25. So we need a number that's larger, so let me call it x, so it's going to be larger than 0.2 and less than 0.25. And if you look at the choices, d is that answer. And if you didn't know offhand that 1 fifth is 0.2, you could divide 5 into 1.0. 5 goes into 10 two times. 2 times 10 is 10, 0. And then, of course, the decimal you bring up, so it's 0.2 times. And just do the same thing with 1 fourth. Next problem, problem 2. The following are coordinates of points in the xy plane. Which of these points is nearest the origin? So if we look at a, all of the choices, well, we, let's, let me actually write all the choices down. We have A. A says 0 minus 1 half. B is, I was thinking whether I should draw these for you, but it's good to learn how to do this without drawing it. 0, 1 half. C is 1 half minus 1 half. D is 1 half, 1 half. And E is minus 1, minus 1. So if we look at all the choices, uh, you know, this is, that we didn't move at all along the x-axis here, right? Because we're still at x equals 0. We want to figure out how far it is away from 0. So we didn't move at all from the x-axis, and we went 1 below the y-axis here to minus 1. Clearly, this b is closer than a, because b is only 1 half away. Right. Once again, we didn't move on the x-axis, we only, and we only moved one half away on the y-axis. So A is not our choice. So far, B is our best contender. It's only one half away from, from the origin. C is one half away in the x-direction and one half away in the y-direction. And if you do the math, if you use the Pythagorean theorem, you'll see that, of course, is going to be further than one half. And let me just draw a little bit of a graphic for you, just so you get the intuition how I can do that without drawing it. So this point is 0, 1 half. So it's 0, 1 half. Let's call this 1 half. So that point is here. That's our best contender right now, 0, 1 half. The point 1 half, negative 1 half is here. Let's see if you say this is 1 half. Minus 1 half is here. Minus 1 half. So its distance from the origin is this line right here. And that distance is definitely going to be longer than this distance. How do I know? Because this distance is just is the same thing as this distance. It's the same thing as 1 half to the negative side, right? And if you do the Pythagorean theorem, I mean, we could figure it out. This distance is 1 half as well. This is the square root of, this is going to be the square root of what, 1, one half squared plus 1 half squared. So 1 fourth plus 1 fourth, which is 1 half. So it's the square root of 1 half, which is 1 over the square root of 2, which is the same thing as 2 square roots of 2 over 2. Any way you look at it, it is a bigger number than 1 half. And when you, when you take a square root of, of, a, of a fraction, you're going to get something bigger than the fraction, right? So this is essentially the square root of 1 half. So it's going to be bigger than 1 half. So, so we know that this isn't the choice. D is the same distance as C. D is up here. It's just in the positive quadrant, right? Because we're 
this distance is one half, and then this distance is one half. So d, for the same reasons, is is further than b. And e e is the furthest of them all, right? It's one away in two directions. So it's it's out here someplace relative to this origin. So that's not the choice. So b is definitely the closest, and it's only one half units away from the origin. Next problem. I will change colors for variety. Problem three. Problem three. Okay, they drew a lot here. Let me see if I can draw the same thing they did. So they have a horizontal line, and then let's see, they have I want to draw it just like the way they did it. And then so then there's how many so then there's one, one, two, three, four, five. I'm telling you, drawing it is the hardest part. So then they have something like this. that then like that and then the next two don't go all the way through they go kind of halfway that one goes like that and then that one that's my best shot and then they say that this is let me switch to this is x degrees 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 and then they say that this big one right here is y degrees in the figure above, what is the value of y? Well, the first thing I would do is figure out what the value of x is. And how do I do that? Well, you could say, you know, you could make a whole circle or whatever, but you could say, look, all of these x's here, these, how many is that? One, two, three, four, five x's, right? These five x's are collectively supplementary to each other, right? They're going to add up to 180 degrees. So we know that 5x is equal to 180 degrees, and that x is equal to, how many times does 5 go into 180? 5 goes into 150 30 times, and so there's another 30, so it'll go into it 36 times. So x is equal to 36 degrees, and you just divide 180 by 5 to get that. So how do we figure out y? Well, the easy way to do this is say, well, if you go into the other side of that, if you go to the other side of the circle, if you go to this side of the circle, that's also going to be equal to 180 degrees, right? So we have two x's here. We have two x's here. And then we have y, right? So you could say y y plus 2x is equal to 180. I know what x is. x is 36 degrees, so y plus 2 times 36 is 72 is equal to 180. y is equal to, what is that? y is equal to uh, 180 minus 72 is 108 degrees. Now if you wanted to do this really, really, really fast, what you could have said is, well, you know what? If I kept drawing these x's all the way around the circle, right? So let's say that you know I had lines like, I had a, like this, let me, let me say this line actually just continues on like this. And let's say that this line continued on like this. And we know that this would have kind of been a visualization exercise, but you would have known that this is x, this is x, this is x. And then how many x's total are there? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. There would have been 10 x's, right? And we're going all the way around the circle. So 10x would equal 360. x is equal to 36. And then a really easy thing, you could have said, well, y is three of these x's. 
right? 1, 2, 3. Y is 3 of those x's, so 3 times 36 is equal to 108. Either way would have been fine. I think the way we did it the first time, what didn't take too long. But if you do it, can do it faster, that's, that's all the better. Because at some point, the SAT really just becomes a speed exam. Problem number four. If 6,565 is equal to 65 times x plus 1, then x equals. So the real trick is here is being able to divide fast. Divide both sides by 65, you get 65 goes into 65, 65, goes into 65 one time, one time 65, 0, 0, 6, goes into it 0 times, get a 0, 65, goes into 65 one time. So you divide both sides by 65, you get 101 is equal to x plus 1. Subtract 1 from both sides, you get 100 is equal to x. This is just kind of a speed problem. Maybe they want to get you, make you have a careless mistake. So the answer is C. I'll see you in the next video.